0: and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Today we begin our ninth season, and today's episode is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners, and I want to thank Robert so much for sending along a one-time donation through support.greatdetectives.net, and you can support the show also by mailing in a donation to P.O. Box 15913, Boise, Idaho, 83715. And you can also become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters at patreon.greatdetectives.net. Now it's time for today's episode of Night Beat. This episode aired December the 28th of 1951, and this one is The Expectant Father. The microphone is Randy Stone on Night Beat. But first, let me take a moment
1: to tell you about two of Sunday's great shows on NBC. This Sunday, the Big Show will feature Joan Davis, Fred Allen, Georgia Gibbs, Johnny Johnston, Gertrude Berg, and your charming hostess, Tallulah Bankhead, with Meredith Wilson directing the orchestra and chorus. Then, later Sunday, Theater Guild on the Air presents James Hilton's famous story, Goodbye, Mr. Chip. Stay tuned to NBC, the leader in radio programming. Now it's Nightbeat on NBC. NBC presents transcribed... Frank Lovejoy in Night Beat. Hi, this is Randy Stone. I cover the Night Beat for the Chicago Star. Now imagine this scene to yourself. You're sitting at the typewriter in a city room. There's nobody around. You're just finishing a real good yarn about an old lady and how she pioneered in the Middle West. The typewriter's clacking merrily on its way when a guy walks in. A fellow reporter. Slightly tipsy. Overcoat, tie, collar unfastened, and he flops down beside you. He throws his hat on your desk. And his hair looks like it had just come back from a Florida hurricane. Hello. Ben, you look awful. Peculiar, I feel awful. Ben, what's the trouble? This is Hilda's great moment. Hey, no kidding. I just came for her. Well. Yeah, I wasn't even home. She called the hospital herself. You know, I wouldn't feel so nervous, only nothing like this ever happened to me before. But why aren't you down at the hospital? (laughs) Oh, not for me. All those guys walking the floor, reading magazines upside down, smoking... Besides, I'm a jinx. A jinx? Las Vegas. She was playing blackjack. She was winning. I sat down beside her. She started to lose. I left the table. She came away winners. I better stay away. Jinx like me. Oh, that's baddie. Having babies is a natural sequence of things. Women and babies. From here on, I'm daddy. Father. Papa. Look at me, Randy. Do I look old enough to be a papa? How long has she been at the hospital? Oh, about a half an hour. What are you doing? I'm trying to get out some copy. No, forget it. Four o'clock deadline. So have I. I'll take care of your copy. You go on to the hospital. I'm driving myself crazy. I just came from there. Guys pacing the floor, reading magazines upside down, smoking. Ah, give me another cigarette. This tastes lousy. <laughs> Here. Thanks. Um, listen, come on downstairs to the bar, huh? Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, sit down. Thought you wanted to get a drink. No, i, I got to make a phone call. Can I use your phone? Oh, my fingers like a thumb. Seven. Nine. Oh, eight. Uh, I can't dial this thing. All right, give it to me. What's the number? Never mind, I'll get the operator. Riddick, uh, get me Anderson seven nine zero eight two, please. Uh, uh, eight two, yeah. Thanks. You got a paper clip? Paper clip. Paper clip. Paper clip. Well, sure, sure. Hey, uh, what for? Kill me. I like to bend paper clip. Uh, hello, Doctor Weiss, please. W e i s s Weiss. White. Uh, thanks. Stupid woman. She's been here for ten years and she doesn't know. Uh, yeah. Give me the floor, nurse. I I don't know what floor. I wasn't even at the hospital when they brought her in. I I don't even know the room number. Milton Weiss. Dr. Milton Weiss. What? Not on the staff. Now, look. What's the pitch, lady? You crazy or something, he's not on the staff. What hospital is this, huh? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> the wrong hospital. I, I looked on the hospitals in the phone book. They got little black dots from the names to the number. I guess I must have followed the wrong. All okay. right, all right. Now calm down, will you? I'll calm down when either I get a drink or a baby. What hospital is he in? Uh, Michael Reese. Give me the phone. Oh, uh, yeah. What was his name? Oh. Never mind, I remember. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, Dr. Weiss, please. Yes, thank you. Wrong, huh? I've heard of nervous fathers, but I never. Oh, <laughs> hello! Yes. In delivery. Oh, I see. Uh, I just wanted a report on Mrs. Ben Troy. Please. Oh, I see. Well, thank you. Now, they can't ring the room. What do you mean? Well, they can't ring the room. There's no phone calls. That's the order. And Dr. Weiss is in delivery. Well, what's he doing in delivery with Hilda sick like that? Maybe he's in with Hilda. What? Huh? Is that what they said? He was in the delivery room with Hilda. Is Hilda having the baby? That's not what they said. All they said was they couldn't ring the room, and the doctor is in delivery. Then, they're going to come and get you with a jacket if you don't calm down. Huh. Uh, let, let, let's go down for a drink. What are you sitting around for? You're the one who wanted to make a phone call. Don't argue with I'm me. I'm coming. Hey. Yeah. Hand me a paperclip. clip. <laughs> wasn't my idea. It was somebody's idea. She wants a family. I I can't blame her. I want a family, too. I wish I were having a baby. I, I wish we could trade places right now. Have another drink. That's a good suggestion. Hey, Bill. One more over here, huh? Brothers? I give you two to one. It's a boy. That's only even odds. Are you kidding? Well, let me be a sucker. Two to one. That's no deal. Why not? I'm not betting against myself. You boy crazy? You know why I want a boy? So I can keep him out of this business. (laughs) What does Hilda want? Hilda wants a girl. Naturally. They're nice, too. Give me a nickel. You just called. Relax, will you? Relax, relax. So what? So your wife's having a baby. Relax. Take it easy. You're worrying about It It isn't going to do any good. If she dies... Don't talk silly. Randy, sir, so help me. If she dies... She won't die. If she dies, sir, so help me, Randy. An hour from now, you'll sit back and laugh about what you're doing right now. Yeah, an hour from now. What time is it? Uh, 10.35. Exactly? 10.36. 10.36. Get yourself loaded. I can't get loaded. I could drink 50 of these and never get loaded. Nothing could load me up right now, nothing. Randy? You ever meet Hilda? Ma, once she was down here looking for you. We had a little talk. She's a pretty nice girl, huh? Oh, very. You know how we met? We met on a blind date. I called for her and we went out and we stayed out all night. Dancing, eating, drinking. I was drunk. I was so drunk I asked her to marry me. That drunk? I don't mean I wouldn't have asked her to marry me if I went sober. I mean, the first night I meet her and all that, you know? love at first sight. Talk about fast decisions. What do you say? Drink up. Are you trying to get me drunk? Yeah. Okay, I just want to know. you look better already. Annie. Do you realize she could be dead now? Listen. She could have died just a minute ago, 30 seconds ago, and me sitting in a bar getting stiff. Then, Give me a nickel. Here. Come on. What for? I can't operate the pay funds. It's too complicated. Come on. If she's dead... Will you stop talking like that? You remember the number? No. I'll get information. Hold it, hold it. What for? Well, somebody is using the booth. Well, that's nerve. All right, let's finish up the drink. Uh, Sauce probably talking to a friend about a woman. My wife is dying. Your wife isn't dying. Come on. How do you know? Sit down. All I want to know is how do you know she isn't dying? She could be dead right now, and how, how would you know she wasn't? Ben, sit down, will you? You know something, Randy? What? Hilda and I fight sometimes. Uh, everybody has tips. Tips? This was a lot more than a tip. We had a real out and out drag out fight. I I don't I, I don't mean with fits. With words. Bitternesses were exchanged. I called her names. How oh, low can a man get after a woman slaves for you for so long and you you Turn around and you colored every name in the book. Quit beating your breast. It would serve me right if she died. It would serve me right. Ben, give me a nickel. He's not out of the phone booth yet. Good luck. This is an emergency. Ben, come back he here. He doesn't know an emergency when he sees us. A... All right. You talk long enough. Come on, out. Out. I can't. I can't look. Get out of there. This is an emergency. My wife is dying. I, I'm trying to call a hospital. Get out the phone. What's the idea of keeping the phone so long? You crazy? You stop Could be an emergency. All right, all right. You don't need to get excited. Don't need to get excited. Take it easy. Take take it easy. He, um, he's big. Yeah, with one hand, brother. You and who else? Bully. uses his size to lord it over everybody. Uh, Finish your drink. You're trying to get me drunk. Anything. I'm not going to get drunk. Well, you must have had three before you came to the office. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get any drunker. Randy? Uh, that's the name. Make it a boy. <laughs> I'll do my best. You know, I came this close to being on the first string of the football team at school. Some guy beat me up. Oh, he'll be on the first team, though, huh? A backfield man. No lineman. No, not a lineman to get his brain speed up. Maybe it'll be a girl. To marry some slob who can't make a living... Or a millionaire. A rat of a millionaire? A spoiled playboy? No, oh, no, not my daughter. Uh, the guy just got out of the phone booth. Oh, give me a nickel. Your pockets are full of my nickel. Well, come on, I, I need a good diver. I'm coming. Oh, I'm drunk. Hang on. You know, it's the dizziest bar I've ever been in. Well, I'll hold the door. Small <laughs> Small room. Oh. Give me the next. Oh, wait a minute. Almost got it. There. Yeah. I'll do it. Where's the dial? Right here. Uh, uh, thanks. You're a good guy. How can you see all those board numbers? I'm remarkable. You better close the door. Come on. It's tough enough two of us in a phone booth without closing the door. Uh, no, wait a minute. Be quiet. I think somebody answered. Hello. What? What hosp- What hospital? Uh, hold the wire a minute. What's the name of the hospital? Michael Reese. Oh, uh, uh, that's what you said, Michael Reese. You check. Hello. Hello. Uh, get me Doctor Weiss, please. Thank you. <laughs> Polite. Oh, swell. I'll see you. Uh, no, no. We'll stick around. It's getting hard to breathe. Quiet, will you? Hello. Hello, Doctor. Doctor, this is Ben Troy. I, I'm calling about my... What? What? Are, are you kidding? Don't no, say it again. No, I don't believe it. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Well? A drink, quick. Tell me. A boy. Ah, congratulations. Thanks. What's the matter? You look sick. There's one more to go. What? One more to go. One more to go. You mean... Twins. Let's get out of the phone booth. I need a drink. He needs a drink. Twins. That calls for a double. My friend Ben was a new father of twins. One twin born, the other on the way. Ben kept ordering one drink after another, and I couldn't find it in my heart to dissuade him. After a while, the bar cleared of all but us and the bartender. What is life? It's a good question. Life is an ebb and a flow. True. I feel philosophic. But don't be philosophic. You're a father. Be proud. Proud of what? A baby I never met? I'm worried about Hilda. Oh, everything is going to be not. I shouldn't have done it. Done what? I'm love. Well, if you want to sit here and knock yourself out... Randy. I... Randy, I got to tell you something. If I don't tell somebody, I'm going to go nuts. Well, tell me. Never mind. Okay, it. All right, I'm a rat. Does she know? Oh, well, she has an idea. Randy, I... I don't love her. That? Say that again? And something else, I'll be frank with you. What? It sounds terrible, but Randy, I don't want to be a father. I've been talking myself into it, but I don't want to be a father. Well, it does a lot for two people to have a couple of kids around the house. If I wasn't so loaded, I wouldn't be telling you this, you know. Well, spill it out, then. Like I say, Kilda and me, we, we fight. We always fight. Now, that's crazy, because Hilda's a wonderful girl, and when I get away from the house and look at the whole thing objectively, there's nothing to fight about. It's just that we don't get along. No, you don't. You you think you do, but you don't. And when I have words with Hilda, I want somebody to talk to. So so I go to this other woman. You see? This other woman? Ben, maybe you better go over to the hospital. No, it's my my conscience is killing me. I I shouldn't have got married. I I never should have done this to her. Give me a smoke, will you? I'll buy another pack. Oh, well here's a here's a quarter. Oh save it. I I gotta call it. You can't. She's still in the delivery room. Oh yeah. Ben. Yeah. You're all mixed up. I am, huh? Yeah. Expert, huh? Randy Stone, advice to a loved one, huh? Oh, sit down, Ben. People are looking. Well, let them look. Don't get so understanding with me, buster. See, I'm just the same as you. I got problems, too, so don't get so big and understanding. It's no business of yours. Okay, Ben. The drink's spilling on your shirt. Well, it's my shirt, and let it spill. What do you know about me? Nothing. You haven't got the slightest idea what I feel inside here, do you? No, none at all. I was sitting at my desk trying to write a few words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let me give you a small idea of what I feel deep inside. Now, I want you to get this picture. My wife is always home, waiting for me, waiting for me to get home. Got to be home by six, six o'clock on the schnozola. Well, you know, sometimes I don't like to get home by six o'clock. Sometimes I like to have a couple of beers and get home later than six o'clock. Sit down. I'll stand. If you don't mind. Now, where was I? You were coming home late. Well, sometimes that's what a man wants to do is come home late. Oh, and she's so smart, this great wife of mine. She's a real smart cookie, you know. She knows better than to give me a big lecture, so she just looks at me with a big smile and serves dinner to me. But I know what she's thinking. And she knows I know what she's thinking. And she makes that point. But I can't say anything because she won't argue with me. Uh Uh-huh. You know what? What? I'm a bachelor type. Well, maybe the boy will make a difference. Thought about a name for him? No. Oh, come on, Dan. Something wrong with me, huh? Now you're loaded. Now, think of a good name for the boy. I'll name him Zilchman. That is a good name, Zilchman Troy. He'll be out playing with the boys, and he'll go get on the back porch, and she'll scream, Zilchman, supper's ready, Zilchman... My kids will nickname him Zilchie. And in class, the teacher will call the role Zilchman Troy. And the kids will laugh. And in the Army, in the Ninth World War, the sergeant will call out Private Zilchman Troy, front and center. Uh, Any good name? Uh, What about Philip? That's too common. Nothing common for my kid. But name him after me. Randy Troy? lousy. Come on. Where's the to... Hospital, of course. All right, come on. Never mind. I don't need nobody. I can make it. You'll fall flat on your face. I can make it. Okay. See you later. So on. You're hurt, Ben. I slipped. You're all right. I'm drunk. Give me a hand. Frank, yeah. up you go. Uh. Yeah. Well... That floor is deep. And getting deeper. Come on. Zilchman, Zilchman, give me a great big kiss. I'm half crazy over the love of you. Hospitals. Look at the magazines they got in the father's waiting room. Vogue, 1928. Yeah, and Randy. Look at that guy. He's nervous. He's biting his nails. Nasty habit. Yeah, give me a cigarette. That's two packs, even. No, I think I'm beginning to sober up. That's good. I feel sick of him before. That's how I know. Good. Randy? Yeah. Do you hate me? Hate you? No, know, despise me? Think ill of me? Well, not particularly. Really. Do you like me? I like you, Ben. I like you, too. Shake <laughs> Fine. Yeah. You're all right. Thank you. Uh, listen, you you won't tell Hilda anything about what I told you, huh? That's not my job, Ben. silence. Mom's away, huh? Well, I'm not keeping your secrets, Ben, and I'm not blabbing them, either. That's right. It's very proper. Just stay out. of it. Just what I intend to do. (laughs) Ah, Hilda's lovely, isn't she? She's very nice. She's refined, calm, never gets excited. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a house phone. I'm, I'm going to call the doctor. Go to it. Uh, doctor Weiss, please. Don't you want to light your cigarette? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, hello, doctor. How is she? Transfusion. Well, well, doctor, let me. Well, sure. We got the same type of blood. Why not? What? A blood her. Well, listen, I... Hello? Hello? He hung up on me. How about that? Ben? He wouldn't let me give her blood. He said that there was... There was too much alcohol in it. I can't even give my own wife a little blood. Why? Because I'm too weak to stay sober. Well, don't worry about it, ben. We got the same blood held on me. H4. Or is it R6? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I R6. Well, or something like that. Come on for a walk, Ben. Transfusion. She's dying. Come on. Don't figure that me. Let me alone. I'm miserable. All right, you win. I wonder who he is. Oh, The blood donor. Some guy. I don't like the idea. What? Some strange guy. His blood in my wife. I, I don't want some strange guy's blood in my wife. Ben. Yeah? How about some coffee? Randy? Randy? Yeah, Randy, I'm going to be different. I'm going to change. You'll see. You'll see a change, guy. No more drinking. No more smoking. No more coming home late. I'm I'm going to make myself over right now. And uh, about that woman, I'm going to tell her everything. Total confession. Fine. Yes, sir. Now give me the phone. What for? Don't argue. Give me the phone. Uh I'm sorry. I I wasn't a gentleman. Please, Randy, would you mind handing me this phone? Thank you. Good pleasure. I'm going to. This... Which end the word Oh. Uh, that's going to be hard to do, but it, it's willpower. From here on, a brand new man. Brand new. Uh, hello, hello, operator. Get me Lincoln 90576. Thank you. You know, I feel different already. I, I suddenly realized, Randy, that I love my wife. Oh, the truth is wonderful. For the first time in my life, I... Hello? Uh... Oh, hello, my girl. Oh, all right. Uh... No, no, I'm, I'm with a friend of mine. Uh... In the hospital. No, no, I'm all I'm all right. yeah. It's, uh, my wife. Yeah, you heard me, my wife. Well, I lied to you. I am married. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't blame you if you never saw me again, but I want you to know that I just couldn't go on lying like that to you, and I was... Well, now, wait a minute. I... Now, wait a... Listen, which we... Hey, I... She told me the that... You heard me? Very good. I feel better. Then, Young. Yeah. What about the others? What? The rest of them. Well, isn't that enough for one night? You're asking the question. It's enough for one night. You can't do everything in one night. Uh-huh. Okay, give me the phone. It's right there. Operator... Give me the YWCA. You're quite a boy. They call me a rat. To earth, human. You're thinking it, say it. But he who was without sin held the first stone. I feel better already. You should. You realize what I did? What I second? I think so. For the sake of a permanent relationship with a good woman? Right. You come home at night, tired, six o'clock. She meets you at the door with a great big kiss, and there's dinner on the table. Rib roast and apple dumplings, and the kids are there, the twins. And you take them in your arms, and you give them a big hug, and you sit down to eat and talk about the day's happenings. It's a wonderful life. Yep. Yeah. Better than the Rolling Stone Bachelor life. That's the ticket, then. Nah. What's the matter? That's movie marriage. All right, what's marriage? I'll tell you what marriage is. You come home at night late, and she meets you at the door, and you say you're late. She pecks you on the cheek. The dinner's cold, the kids are there, and the food's missing in the mouth. Oh, no. I'm Dad. trapped, Randy. I can't get out of it now. Before the babies, I could have got out of it, but not now. I'm trapped. I got twins. A baby's in her for the rest of my life. I can't face her. I mean, I can't face it. Yeah? The nurse. She's waving at you. Huh? She wants you. Me? You. Me? Well, well, come on. I'll wait here. Now, come on. He followed the nurse to a door. She opened the door and stepped to one side, and he stood there for a moment, looking in. He walked over to the bed. He smiled at him, and two wrinkled, red-skinned babies lay beside her, snuggled close to her cheek. And Ben stood there, and stared with wonderment. Twins. How about that? Twins. All oh, right, Randy, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, huh? Pretty good, huh? I hey, Hilda? It's okay. It's okay, honey. It's very good. <laughs> Twice. She gave him her hand and he bent down to kiss I walked out and closed the door and I went home. End of a story? No, not by a long shot. That was two years ago. Ben still comes home late. He still likes beer. You can see him around the office teasing the girls we keep around the city room. There are poker nights and stag parties and conventions in the lodge. But if you pass by his desk, you'll see the family portrait. A man and a woman holding a pair of twins. One boy and one girl. My personal opinion... Well, Ben and Hilda are going to be together a long, long time. <laughs> Copy, boy. Night Beat, starring Frank Lovejoy, is produced and directed by Warren Lewis, edited by Larry Marshall. Tonight's transcribed story was written by David Ellis, with music by Robert Armbruster. The part of Ben was played by Bill Conrad. Don Rickles speaking. Frank Lovejoy can currently be seen co-starring with Doris Day and Danny Thomas in Warner Brothers' I'll See You In My Dream. Three Chimes mean good times on NBC. Saturday Morning means Mind Your Manners, the program designed to bring teenagers tips of dating, manners, and morals, and presided over by Alan Ludden, Young America's favorite advisor. Then later enjoy drama on the Somerset Mom Radio Theater. And starting Saturday, January 5th, Bond Monroe joins NBC. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is Andrew J. Graham, author of the Web Surfer series Oh, and a man's wife. You're listening to the great detectives of old time radio.
0: Welcome back. Obviously, there have been a lot of cultural changes since uh, this episode was released in 1951. For example, there are very few women who would be tolerant of their husband getting plastered in a bar while they're in the middle of delivery. Today, that's just simply not done. But I think the episode does get into... Some ideas and concepts that new fathers today could definitely identify. The feeling of inadequacy to the task, but also the need to become a better man, are really things that come through the entire program. It's also really a good episode from an acting standpoint. Most of this constitutes what the British call a two-hander. It's just a... Uh, Frank Lovejoy, and William Conrad, two uh, great actors playing off each other throughout the story. Now to listener comments and feedback. Robert writes, Adam, I love the podcast. Thank you for the hours and hours of entertainment. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your comment, Robert. And that will do it for today. Join us tomorrow as we get underway with Rocky Fortune. And then next Monday, we'll be back with another episode of Nightbeat. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And check out our growing YouTube archive, youtube.greatdetectives.net. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.